The Gut Pharmacist Podcast with Riley Ramosco, traditional naturopath and holistic nutritionist. This episode is all about the amazing form of alternative medicine, homeopathy, with the principle like treats like. We have Lisa talking today, who is a certified homeopath, and her journey started when homeopathy amazed her in her young daughter's healing journey of her chronic autoimmune condition. Lisa was a previous skeptic, but had exhausted all conventional approaches, and she was so amazed with homeopathy that she then went to the UK's largest accredited college, the Center for Homeopathic Education, and quickly left behind her corporate career. Lisa's passion is to empower individuals to take responsibility for their own health with the understanding that true health comes from within. Her work has evolved to teaching individuals on how to use homeopathy at home, and if every individual had a basic homeopathy kit and knew how to use it, the world would be a very different place. We could avoid so many health issues if we only understood how to naturally support the health instead of suppressing symptoms. Homeopathy is amazing for this, and Lisa will be talking all about it today, so let's bring her in. Welcome. Today's episode is going to be all about homeopathy, which is such an interesting topic. You're going to learn so much. We have Lisa, homeopath and health coach, and she's also a host of the Raw Health Rebel podcast. And she does so many homeopathy workshops and she knows so much. So thank you so much for being on here, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me on and letting me share the word of homeopathy because the world needs it right now. Absolutely. So quickly, quickly tell us what got you into homeopathy, your background with health, what got you to this point? Yeah, so I think, do you know what, it's a very similar story that I hear over and over again. But um, I got into homeopathy when my then four year old daughter had a chronic health condition, she had an autoimmune condition. And we kind of couldn't find any help from conventional medicine and it was that well I've tried everything in desperation I'll go and see a homeopath who also happened to be a doctor and I was really skeptical um and I yeah I even went after I was given the remedy the whole appointment seemed a bit so unusual compared to anything else but I gave her the remedy and I was amazed by what I saw and when I then went on to google you know what's homeopathy and you look on wikipedia and it says it's pseudoscience and placebo I was like that is not pseudoscience that's not placebo because I witnessed a very strong healing crisis after my daughter had that first remedy and it was like an outpouring of rashes and discharges and things and I was like this is amazing you know I could see the illness that had been trapped was kind of coming out and so I thought I've got to learn what is this and so at that time I I was an accountant but I decided to study to become a homeopath um, so studied for four years and everything just made perfect sense the philosophy of homeopathy like how healing actually happens how we shouldn't suppress symptoms um so yeah it was a it was witnessing something that I almost couldn't believe with my eyes seeing how how deep healing it could um, generate when conventional medicine couldn't help and so yeah that that was basically the very short version of um of my story to become a homeopath 
Amazing. Thank you for sharing. It's often that we have our own experiences with something and then we have to know more and it sets us on that whole journey. So my first question for you is briefly explain what is homeopathy? How does dosing work? Sometimes we hear the lowest dose is the Mm -hmm. highest strength. So kind of tell us about that. Yeah, so really, when you start to look into homeopathy, it is almost completely unlike anything, even in some ways with supplements and herbs and vitamins, because it works on completely different um, principles. So there's a lot of unlearning that has to happen. So just to give you a brief intro into what actually is homeopathy, it was founded over 200 years ago by a doctor called Samuel Hahnemann. He was a disillusioned doctor and he was reading in some literature, medical literature about um, Peruvian bark and how it said that it could cure malaria because it had astringent properties. And he thought, well, that doesn't make sense because other herbs with astringent properties don't cure malaria. And he noticed that when a healthy person took um, Peruvian bark, they got symptoms of malaria. He was like, this is interesting because actually when someone has symptoms of malaria and they take this herb or drug it cures them but when someone is healthy it gives them the symptoms and he and he started kind of experimenting with other herbs and and, and substances and saw similar um similar effects but he wanted to find a way to make these substances non-toxic so what he did was he potentized these substances so let's use the example of Peruvian bark which is actually the remedies called China in homeopathy but he took um, effectively one part of the Peruvian bark and this is how all homeopathy remedies are made and diluted it to 99 parts of liquid and then he succussed it which is shaking it um, and we're knowing a lot more about structured water and how water has memory um, so this was hundreds of years ago And that diluted substance of one to 99 parts of liquid is a 1C, the centesimal scale. And then he'd do that again, take one drop of that um, already diluted 1C and dilute it again to 99 parts and succuss it, shake it to make a 2C. And he'd keep going through that process. And he found that by the time it got to a 12C, so it'd gone through that dilution process 12 times, there was no material substance left. So this is why if you look on Wikipedia, science says, well, it can't work because there's no chemical in it. But actually he found that these remedies were even more deeper acting and they worked even more effectively. So say the Peruvian bark as a homeopathic potentized version, it would work even deeper than the actual raw crude material um, chemical form, but it had no side effects. So actually then when a healthy person took it, they wouldn't get any symptoms. Um, But if you had those symptoms, it would still, still heal you. So that's what's amazing about homeopathy is that it's completely safe and non-toxic. It works on energy, not chemistry. So it's there's emerging science into this Um, and as such the whole dosing becomes quite different so with the potency that I just spoke about with remedies we make them less there's less the less chemical substance they have the more energetic they are the deeper acting they actually are and you don't need to dose frequently like with um, antibiotics you know we're so used to being told oh you've got to take the whole course take it three times a day for five days or it won't work 
with homeopathy, all we're doing is that remedy literally sends an energetic stimulus to make the body self-heal. So once that process is started, you don't need to keep dosing. Literally one dose can sometimes be enough. Um, so, yeah, it's a very, very, I mean, that's a really quick way of explaining it but it's completely different to anything else which is why when you're new to homeopathy it just sounds a bit bonkers to be honest and it takes it a while. does but it, it sounds very interesting so basically for the audience the most diluted is technically the strongest is that correct yeah that's right so on an, and it's uh, the more and it is more energetic it can act so much deeper in stimulating that body the body the vital force we call it in homeopathy to self-heal and um, yeah people often are like I don't know the potency confuses people because they're like oh it says a 6c is that stronger than a 30c it's like well from a allopathic point of view it's stronger but from right. a homeopathic point of view no it's not it's weaker so I've often heard the principle of like treats like in homeopathy. So explain that. What does that mean? So that's the whole fundamental basis of homeopathy, like you as like. And so remember with Hahnemann, that example I gave, he said about the Peruvian bark, if you had um, symptoms of malaria, then that Peruvian bark would cure you. But if you didn't have symptoms, it would um, potentially give you them. So with all homeopathy, all remedies, have a picture behind them which even homeopaths will need to look up sometimes because there are thousands of homeopathy remedies and so what we want to do is to match a remedy to the individual symptoms so even with something like the flu even that we all have our own different experience of it so I might be I might get the flu or flu symptoms and be weak and feel really nauseous as where someone else might be more achy and um and not wanting company and sort of anxious you know we can have different experiences so we'd want to match a homeopathic remedy to the individual's experience and this is where sometimes people will say oh well I tried homeopathy and it didn't work it's because there it can be tricky sometimes to find that match and sometimes you know particularly in the beginning you might need to um, you know try one or two different remedies before you hit that match because if it's not a match it just won't do anything right and basically do you match the individual or the symptoms so we don't well so you match everything. So, I mean, it's slightly different when you're working with an acute issue, say something like flu. I always say we're not treating the flu, we're treating the individual with the flu. But the thing is, when you've got flu, you are going to have really your energy is all going into producing those flu symptoms. So it's easier to find a remedy to match the individual. So we're still matching the individual, but in that moment, they've got strong flu symptoms. When you go to more chronic issues, you should always work with a homeopath because it can involve peeling back layers. It can be really deep. Um, and you're tr always treating the individual in chronic long-term issues. You obviously still want to take into account their symptoms and how they experience the disease that they've come about. But quite often, that when you um, select a remedy, it's it's not the symptoms of disease that actually is of 
that much concern you're treating that person so you want to know about their temperament their um you know their bowel movements their dreams their food preferences you know them you're treating very much them um but when it's an acute it's easier to you're you're treating that individual in that moment so you are more focusing on what you are just focusing on the physical issues at that time right so you customize the remedies always they should always be customized otherwise it probably won't work is that right exactly and you know so often on my instagram page you know i'll get like someone going oh you know i tried um i had really bad whatever physical symptoms and i and i used homeopathy and it worked and everyone's then like oh what what remedy did you use because then they want to go use that remedy and it's like no you've got to find one for you and that's when people will say i tried homeopathy and it didn't work and it's like well actually you probably just used a remedy your friend recommended you know did you actually match that remedy to you and your experience of your illness right and at the stores I mean they're even starting to sell homeopathy but they're just very generalized ones so sometimes they won't work for certain people so basically we customize it to the person with their history their background and symptoms is that right or how what else comes into customizing remedies 30-second interruption. If you are tired of dealing with all these unnecessary symptoms and you'd like to get to the root causes of your problems, just apply to work with me. I help people like you every single day find answers with functional labs, root cause approaches, and holistic health. I work one-on-one with USA and Canada and offer an affordable independent program worldwide. If you need help, just click on the apply to work with me link in the show notes. Now back to the podcast. So with, okay, so with, um, so I, I actually teach how to use homeopathy at home for acutes. So let's, I'll, 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 I'll do acutes because so acute illnesses, things like tonsillitis or flu symptoms or headaches, migraines, period pains, those kind of things that are self-limiting, you know, you would generally look at, um, we call it, there's an acronym for it, but the things we want to look at is what helps or hinders you like are you helped by fresh air does that make your symptoms better or does it make it worse um do you want company does that help you do you um feel like you want warmth does that help you so we always look at first of all h what helps or heal um, hinders your your symptoms then we look at e which is event that calls that have caused it so in homeopathy we're always really interested in what was happening around the time you got sick it's amazing even for acute illnesses things like flu symptoms can be a shock the day before or they were overworking or an ear infection after being in a cold wind or a uti after feeling really angry and pissed off which you couldn't you couldn't express and then you get a uti so we always want to know what event caused that and then A stands for etiology. Oh, sorry, um, A, what have I done? H for helps or hinders, E for event that caused it. Sorry, A for accompanying symptoms. So if you've got um, a cold, what else is going on? Do you have a headache? We're always treating the whole. Um, and then we want to know the specific location and we want to know the sensation. So if you've got a headache, is it a sharp stabbing pain? Is it? So we want to know the most specific symptoms and that's what we have to learn how to do when we're 
using homeopathy to try and extract some really unique symptoms so it's not just the headache it's our experience of it what's the sensation and then we look to get sort of three or five symptoms and then find a remedy and we generally have to look it up so it's not as easy as you know just going and buying some ibuprofen and there it's gone right. you know there's a bit of effort involved and then we match a remedy that um to, to our three to five symptoms of that acute illness um and you can learn you know I do courses but there's there's so much free stuff out there you can get this in really you know beginners books even with homeopathy kits it comes with enough information these little booklets to tell you how to do this so it might sound like hard work but my goodness you know when you have a migraine and you take one remedy and you literally feel the migraine dissolving as the remedy hits your tongue and you see the magic of it it's well worth um, spending a bit of time getting familiar with the the concepts um, with chronic illnesses, it's much deeper. So you'd work with a homeopath for that because there's lots of layers, but they'd want to know in a lot. They'd want to know all of that for your health issues, but they'd want to know as well um, what, you know, what's your personality like? What makes you you? You know what? This is energy medicine. So what is your energy like? What um, dreams do you have? What t uh, temperature do you like are you a warm or cold-blooded person so you know there's a lot more and um, what what traumas you may have had because quite often illnesses nearly always all, not always but so much there's a life event and then suddenly an illness happens illnesses don't just come out the blue um if there's repeated antibiotics we might want to work with um homeopathy remedies that can really help with that or you know we want to know about what drugs there have been do we need to clear those so there's a lot you know it's a very detailed appointment um, and a lot of information is taken in that right and it may sound complicated but it's probably not to certainly an expert like yourself and it's worth it like you said when your symptoms just immediately disappear i can imagine that's definitely worth it so this is out of left field but the bach flower remedies are you familiar with those are those kind of homeopathy or are they something else they, they are they are different um they are do, do you know what i don't I do use them. In fact, actually, funnily enough, I have got one right here. Um, this is interesting. Focus. But there's only, I think there's only like 36 bark flowers. Um, okay. And you can go on a course in like a weekend and learn how to use these. And um, they're much more, um, I mean, they're amazing and they can be really, really um, in depth, like deep acting, but they are generally much easier to learn. And yeah, they're, you know, homeopathy remedies, there's thousands and thousands, and it's much more um, multi-layered with homeopathy. Right. They're um, more emotional, but, aren't they? Yes. And funnily enough, actually, because um, I did an Instagram post about this yesterday, the a particular type of homeopathy remedies, the balnozodes, which are amazing for gut issues. Um, the guy that the doctor that founded the balnozodes is actually the same person that did the bark flower remedies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Fun that I brought that up. Well, good to know. Yeah. So well, let's talk about the bowel nosodes. Tell us about those a little bit because my uh, audience is a little more interested in gut health, but chronic illness in general. So tell us about those. They are an amazing, amazing, 
amazing like group of homeopathy remedies. So um, I did a post on Instagram, which people can look at because there'll be more information there. But very briefly, um, they were they were found in the early 1900s by a doctor, um, Dr. Bach, who did the Bach flower remedies. And he was a bacteriologist. So he was a proper, proper doctor. Um, and he was working in a hospital in London. And he noticed that with his patients, depending on what bacteria was in their stools, he could predict what health issues they had. So, I mean, how amazing is that, that over a hundred years ago, he already got this connection with gut health, uh, what what bacteria you had in your stools and actually what health issues you may have. So he made this link and he started to, um, he was originally going to see if he could make a vaccine out of uh, gut bacteria to help with um, health issues and he actually then started working with someone that I think also had an interest in homeopathy and they started to think actually we could make remedies out of the gut bacteria so there's like th 13 main ones all got slightly different um, health issues associated with them but he started to make homeopathy remedies out of the gut bacteria um, now, remember, this sounds awful, like why well, would want to ingest bacteria, but it's a, well, there are good bacteria, but it's um, homeopathy is, there's no chemical substance left. It's just the energy of that bacteria. And he started to observe that these different homeopathy remedies, the like you is like, um, could heal certain symptoms. So, for example, um, one of the gut bacteria, Proteus, was that actually it was the first remedy my my daughter had so when I explained right at the start about that well moment when I observed this reaction that my daughter had Proteus um is amazing for uh, people with a lot of gut issues where there may have been history of antibiotics which is what my daughter had a hu huge um amount of antibiotics little thing for her ear infections and I think that's what obviously created the autoimmune illness um so yeah there's 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 13 different um bowel nosodes but they're amazing for any gut issue any gut issue potentially remember it's got to be individualized and it's got to fit but potentially they can help with any gut issues they can help with any lung issue any skin issue um, from acne to eczema to psoriasis to rosacea because our skin is our body trying to eliminate um any they're really good for sinus issues as well um and joint issues i think i just said that and leaky so leaky gut as well uh, chronic candida any of those gut issues and um they're also amazing for mental health issues we all know the connection between gut brain health right. so they can be amazing for kids with um autism um i've used them a lot in pra my practice where children with autism you just see oh my god they've got a history of antibiotics and um, they're so good for, for for potentially helping and children with autism or pandas pans ocd depression you know it's amazing what they can help with so they they historically haven't been that well used the bowel nosodes but i'd say today more homeopaths will use them and will say that they're a fundamental part of their homeopathy practice that they wouldn't be able to practice without bowel nosodes because our guts uh, are so you know even a healthy person i think gut is not at full health compared to what it would have been hundreds of years ago
Right. And gut health is non-negotiable for healing. It's so important for every body system. How can we detox with homeopathy? Yeah, so this is a really good question, one I get asked a lot. So the first thing to remember is any homeopathy remedy can de- has the potential to detox. So we often think allopathically with detox, like we need to detox mercury or we need to detox other heavy metals or we need to detox any vaccines or we think specifically. But with homeopathy, it's always treating you and it's stimulating that vital force to self-heal. So first thing I would say is potentially any homeopathy remedy could detox you on earth because it stimulates that self-healing. But you can use as a branch of homeopathy, which is called homeopathic detox therapy, where you can really target particular toxins that a person has had. And again, this is a real critical part of homeopathy in today's 21st century, just like the bowel nosodes are. So we can if someone's never been well since say a vaccine or they've never been well since repeated antibiotics or steroids we may really want to clear those with homeopathy and what we can do is we can actually take a homeopathic version of that toxin and give it back to the person and it will almost shine a light on it to the vital force but to say hang on this toxin shouldn't be in me i need to get rid of it so you know um I, i've used it i'm i'm, I'm actually de- it's funny you've mentioned detox because i am um detoxing myself now i've decided um now I, it's an area that i'm getting more interested in and i actually think we don't know how much damage because chronic health it comes on slowly we don't actually know that a toxin we've had years ago what it we may have been like if we hadn't have had it so i'm on the um mindset of actually i'm just going to detox everything because if i don't right. need to it won't do anything and if it does need to do do something it will you know it will get rid of it so i've actually started with um i'm on a polystero steroid detox at the moment for i used to have terrible eczema um and i had steroids in the past so i'm doing that at the moment um so yeah oh, i'm good it, to know yeah yeah so homeopathic detox i do have a short course on that as well um there's not a low that's not that much information about homeopathic detox out there um so it's it's a really amazing amazing um area and i actually posted on my instagram story today which may have gone will have gone by the time this comes out so i'll share it quickly but it's of a homeopath who's really specializes in homeopathic detox and i'm on his um, facebook group and he shared a story about uh, a child with autism whose mother had had loads of Sudafed. I don't know if you call it that in the States. It's like, the, you know, the decongestion, the anti, yes. yeah. yeah. So the mum had had a history of like using it for 20 years prior to conceiving her child. And her child was then born um, and had developed autism. And so the child, the child was given a detox for the Sudafed. And this homeopath reported that the child was no longer tiptoe walking. They were more engaged and they had constant green snot coming out since they started, which is obviously the body trying to eliminate. So it really is like like a magic bullet potentially um, in healing. 
So yeah, yeah great. once you Look get it right, it's magic. Amazing. Good to know. And you already kind of touched this in the beginning about how homeopathy does not suppress symptoms like allopathic medicine does. So can you get a little bit more in depth with how that works, how homeopathy does not suppress the body? Yeah, so that's so important, you know, to, to realize that actually when we suppress symptoms, we drive disease deeper. So we, for example, with a fever, if we interrupt that natural process, that self-healing process, and the body doesn't get, isn't able to um, complete that process, it's stored as chronic inflammation and that can lead to uh, chronic issues. So the thing with homeopathy is it won't ever just remove symptoms if they have a use you know so I say like for example with fevers if the symptom is out of proportion it will make it more manageable but it will it will speed up the natural healing response so we don't even know what healing looks like really you know we have to unlearn so healing is not simply removing a symptom if a child has a fever actually healing is not getting rid of that 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 fever what it is is that the fever process cycle needs to be completed and the body needs to finish eliminating. And what homeopathy will do is it will speed up that self-healing process because remember, it stimulates self-healing. It will never suppress symptoms. So you may find with um, when you when you find a remedy that matches, actually, you might suddenly get a load of um, snot come out or discharges or if you have diarrhea and vomiting the remedy isn't going to stop that it might um it might speed up the process and if if it was excessively long it will it will bring the body back into balance so it could stop it and it would make you feel better and perhaps go to sleep and then you wake up with more energy so it's kind of relearning that actually homeopathy um sometimes people will say oh god i took a remedy like for example with my daughter I t- she took that remedy and a lot of um, rashes and discharges came out. Well, some people may think, well, that didn't heal her because look what it did. It created these symptoms. But actually, those symptoms were the healing response. So it's important to realize what true healing looks like. And homeopathy won't suppress symptoms, but it will speed up that healing process. And sometimes it can be instant. Sometimes actually it speeds the healing process up so much that the fever does just suddenly go very quickly um but it's just important to just bear that in mind right i think we're so obsessed with being comfortable as a society and sometimes healing is uncomfortable and we just have to get through that um certainly we don't have to be uncomfortable for long periods of time but just getting through those symptoms like you said a fever for example so that was a great explanation i think that was amazing information um, thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing all that. So do you have any announcements to share, any resources you want to highlight? And then how can people work with you and find you? Yeah, so I think, the thank you. I think the main thing is actually just to, if you're interested in homeopathy, there is so much free information out there you can get so much information from people's instagram accounts i share a lot of stuff how to start so just start looking don't be overwhelmed um there's even posts that i've got on my instagram page the top seven remedies to buy you could 
you could literally start using homeopathy just buying arnica and aconite and they would help with so many issues so i think that's the first thing to say don't be overwhelmed um there are courses out there some people do free courses i've put together a course um which isn't available for much longer because i'm redoing some bits um but that teaches almost everything you need to know to get started so that's um, one thing you know if you want to it depends how you like learning there's so many good books out there as well some people prefer visual or audio and then um with me i think if you want to get in touch get in touch on instagram or on my website which is www.lisastrabak.com and you can find links to my courses and things like that but yeah, I think just start, get some remedies or get a basic homeopathy kit. Just start using it because the the more you use it, the more it will just become part of your day-to-day -day life. And now I look back and I think, how on earth, you know, would I have got through motherhood without um, homeopathy? I would have used so much more Tylenol and antibiotics and all that stuff, right. which suppresses symptoms. So, and I don't use any of that. And I never used to be like that. You know, it was using that that got my daughter into those issues. And it's not too late to reverse things. So, yeah, just do it. Go and get a homeopathy kit and just start. Yeah, it's using never it. too late. There's always information out there, too. Are you currently taking on clients as well? I'm not taking on clients now. I've, I've I've stopped my practice to literally focus on the teaching because I feel actually if if people had a homeopathy kit at home and they knew how to use it, we would avoid creating these chronic illnesses because actually these chronic illnesses often come out of suppression and even things like emotional shocks in that moment you can self-treat and then so I, that's where my energy is because it lies because I really feel like if you know how to use it at home for acutes you won't get you won't need homeopaths or you'd need far fewer because you wouldn't develop those chronic issues but I do have a um, list of recommended practitioners in my the link in my bio on Instagram of people I know how they work and I trust and absolutely recommend so yeah people excellent good to know are your courses worldwide as well or just in the uk they're all um the world i've got loads of them um, world for it actually a lot of people at the minute from the us they're they're self-paced online courses um and they you do them at your own pace and my my introduction to homeopathy course, which is called Homeopathy Heals, everything you need to get started at home. The doors are actually closing on the 1st of March. I'm not sure if this will go out before then, um, but I am doing as part of that three live Q&As you get included. Um, so that's why it has to close because I have to make sure people then can attend the live Q&As and that won't be opening up till later again, sort of um, much later spring, early summer. So that um yeah I have people from all over the world join that and it's um it's great excellent well good to know all this and I love that you're helping so many people learn about homeopathy I think we need to know it's something very important so thank you again Lisa for being on the show today that was very valuable oh thank you so much for having me I'm really really grateful for you to give me this opportunity so thank you oh of course well take care Lisa Hey there, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at gutexpertriley, on Facebook at The Gut Pharmacist, same spelling as this podcast, on YouTube at The Gut Pharmacist, 
And my website is holisticriley.podia.com, where you can find information on working with me, my background, and more helpful information to feel empowered in your journey. Thank you.